You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez. Webinars are one of the best ways to convert traffic into customers. Why? Well, because webinars allow you to show prospects how much they really need what you have to offer. And webinars turn you into a trusted expert in anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half crazy cool. Well, today is all about increasing your webinar conversions so you can sell out your offers. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. I want to ask you something. Did you know that currently more than 60% of marketers are using webinars as part of their content marketing strategies? So if you're thinking webinars are dead, they are not. People absolutely love hands-on lessons that can help them build their businesses and improve their lives, right? So 45 to 90 minutes is a perfect amount of time for a prospect to get to know you, you show your credibility, and you build that authority so they can make a decision whether they're going to go on their journey with you as their guide. Now, there are several benchmarks along the way not only from your ads to get them to register, right? All the way through that email sales sequence that you should be tracking in order to improve on to ultimately get you to increase the sales conversion of your product or service. Now, whether you're driving paid or organic traffic to your webinar, your treasured traffic dwindles down fast. So if you've ever done this before and really any webinar launch, anything that you're doing, you'll notice the same. Now, one of the ways to overcome this is before you start running ads straight to the webinar, run some post engagement or video view ad campaigns with valuable content. This is how you welcome cold prospects into your ecosystem and warm them up. Now, what kind of content should you be putting in these videos or post engagement? I knew you were thinking that because that's the question that I get asked all the time. Michelle, what do I say? What do I do? Give me an example, right? All right, so you want to be promoting content that is relevant to your webinar, not the same content that you'll be covering on the webinar. Just choose one of your content pillars or content buckets, right? So if you don't already have that or you're like, Michelle, what the heck is a content pillar or a content bucket? Like, do I need to go to Home Depot and buy a bucket, right? No, you do not. But if you don't know what I'm talking about or you don't really have it clearly defined, then I say pause this video. I mean, pause this podcast right now and go make those um, content pillars up. Okay. So, what you're looking for, just as a pro tip or to understand what I'm talking about, think of it as what you, what are the themes that you talk about? Right. So, it's usually three to six. And if you, if you want an example, we can do a couple. So like if you think of HGTV, right, you know that when you go to that channel, you are going to be watching something about homes, right? Home improvement, right? So there could be some episodes on gardening. There could be some shows on, let's say, um, design. Maybe some are on rehab. Maybe some are on kitchens, baths. You get what I'm saying? So all of those are like subtopics of the home improvement, right? So maybe you have kitchen and then they have like, Um, you know, rebuilding it or demoing it or just, you know, refinishing the cabinets, whatever that is, right? 
So if you're a business coach, um, maybe one of the things you talk about is team. So that would be one of your pillars. So that what's easy about this is you can then say, okay, for the team, just brain dump all the things that you would consider talking about for a team. And they don't have to be like a 20 minute dissertation, right? It could just be three simple tips, one tip. It could be about hiring. It could be about onboarding new um, team members. It could be maybe team conflict, right? So you're looking at all these things. And then what could you talk about, about hiring, right? And you go into those, maybe questions to ask, like what you're looking for. If you do one of those uh, personality profile tests, right? What you're looking for, for each position. So you see how it's easy to come up with one big content pillar, and then you come up with subtopics and then subtopics for the subtopic, right? It could literally be never ending. All right. Just remember that in all of the, on all of your content, you're giving the what and the why. So bring, so bring to the forefront how to solve a problem, tips to improve a situation, or why they need something to improve their bottom line. Then you can retarget the custom audience that you've created to sign up for the webinar, right? So this is your first opportunity to increase your webinar signups because now you're not running your webinar registrations to a super cold audience that don't even know who you are, right? Versus maybe they know a competitor, right? And then it will also allow you to bring the cost down because now Facebook says, okay, well, they know who this Michelle girl is. So we'll go ahead and give her a little extra credit, if you will, um, because it's not to cold people, right? So in your webinar ad, remember to focus on what people are getting because let's face it. We're busy, you're busy, they're busy, and they can't be wasting any time trying to figure out what they're really, what you're really gonna teach them or really what's in it for them. So your entire messaging should focus on the end result or the outcome that the attendees will walk away with. Don't leave, that, don't leave anything a huge secret. Curiosity is key. However, don't leave it like so vague that they're like, mm, don't know if it's for me. Curiosity is like, hmm, am I doing this? Am I not doing this? Do I need this? Okay, do you see the difference? They have to see that they will get a return on their investment of time from the time that they're gonna be spending with you. All right, so the benchmark for webinar signups is between 20 to 25%. So anything over 25% is really great. This is to a cold audience. Now, if you're warming up the audience and you're doing some of the strategies that I just talked about, like with those post-engagement video views and providing really great content, right? So they feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I needed this or I knew I needed this, but I didn't know where to look to find it. Thanks for this tip. Then you should be looking at about a 50% plus conversion because they're warm. Now, one of my clients just got a 75% registration rate with their warm audience. Crazy cool, right? Now, the next part is you got them to show up, right? So I always say whoever signed up then, oh, I'm sorry, you got them to sign up. So now let's talk about them showing up because that seems to always be a gap there, right? So the benchmark for webinar show up is anywhere between 50 to 60%. So anything over 60%, like 
amazing. You need to do an awesome job at getting them excited before the event, right? And you could do that in an, in an email sequence, right? You can also run a retargeting ad campaign, reminding the people who have already signed up um, so they will see you in the social feed. Like, hey, remember you signed up for this. I can't wait to teach you X, Y, Z and make sure you mark your calendar. I will see you soon, right? Something super simple like that. All right, so now you got them on the webinar, right? They signed up, they showed up. Your goal is to get them to stay on as long as possible because the ultimate goal is you want them to hear your pitch, right? You want them to see, you want to see that value stack. You want to see all this value you're giving them. So you need them to see your amazing product or service and how transform transformative it is. Now, the average viewing time is about 53 minutes. That's the average time that people stay on. So keeping your webinar to 45 to 60 minutes is really ideal. So when you're choosing a webinar platform to host your webinar, like we're talking about Webinar Jam, Easy Webinar, things like that, make sure you choose one that keeps track of how long people are staying on and specifically where they are dropping off. This is so crucial. And I love doing this um, with my clients and looking at these metrics, some that they kind of give you like, okay, attended, not attended. Some don't tell you when they jumped off. They could have just hopped on and left right away, right? Then we're like, oh, no, this is not what I wanted or, you know, and you don't really know why they left, right? Sometimes it's internet connection. Sometimes, you know, they got distracted or whatever, right? This is what I love to do. After each webinar, um, I will say each live webinar. And if you're doing evergreen webinars, like you're running them like any day, like just in time, on demand, whatever, I would say let yourself look um, after every three to seven days, depending on how many registrations that you're getting per day or per week, right? Because you need some data to be looking at this. So look at the watch graphic to see where the attendees are dropping off. Then you can see, okay, at 21 minutes, there was a huge drop off. And what am I saying at this point? <laughs> and what might I change to keep them watching more? What can I add a value where the attendees will see the value that I'm giving them, finding this valuable? Um, how will they find it helpful to them, right? And some tips to keep them kind of like pulling through. Um, I always look at this because usually um, if I go back and actually watch the webinar, maybe you're talking too much. Maybe you haven't changed a slide, right? You're on the same slide and it's like, oh my gosh, is this girl ever going to move on, right? Or is, oh, are you talking about yourself? Because I know we love ourselves, but nobody really cares about us, right? It's all about them. So definitely share testimonials or case studies showing that it's possible for them to do it too. Because let's face it, they're looking at you as the authority, right? So they'll come up with every reason and excuse for saying, oh, Susie can do it, right? Because she has X, Y, Z, but I can never do it because I'm just starting out or I'm just whatever their reasons or excuses are, right? But for them to see real people just like them doing it, they'll be like, wait, this girl works a full-time job and she could do this. Oh, wait, she's got kids and can do this, right? So then their mind starts getting into this thing that, wow, if other people could do it, maybe I could do these crazy cool things too, right? It can be possible for me. So every part you teach needs to accomplish one thing, okay? So think about what is that one thing, whether you're giving them 
um, value, like you're giving them this tip or this strategy that's going to help them. Maybe it's for them to shift their belief on what they're thinking is possible and or what they think is fact, which is not really fact. How can you get them to shift that belief? How can you get them to maybe overcome an objection that they have? Like these are all kinds of things that all the way through your webinar, you're looking to um, make that basically accomplishing that one thing. All right. Are you offering a gift that if they stay to the end, they will get? So if they don't stay to the end, they're not going to get. So that could be something that you can offer that has worked for people. Maybe it'll work for your audience as well. But that thing has to be like, I'd rather show up just to get that thing than to even listen to what you have to say, right? And make sure you say whoever shows up live and stays to the end, because that's the key. You want them to stay to the end, okay? Now, make the entire entire webinar engaging. Interaction is awesome. This is where you can see if people are paying attention, what questions they're asking. Um, this will give you your market research, all this kind of stuff, right? So you want to make sure that it is engaging. And even if you're on a web uh, evergreen webinar, there are ways that you can still ask questions, get the chat and you get a notification where you can respond to that person's chat, right? But make it engaging for them. Get them to say those yeses. Get them to answer specific questions where maybe you can gather that using your post or even tweak your webinar to include some of these things um, that are coming up for them. All right, so are you opening it up for Q&A at the end? If you're doing live webinars, um, I would highly suggest that you do this. Um, I've also done webinars before where it is a recorded webinar and they take the most valuable questions and they ask those at the end. This is extremely important because then while they're making this buying decision, um, they're going to maybe have some questions to ask. And it's important that you're there and able to answer them. Okay. All right. So just remember that a buying audience is an engaged one. All right. All right. So there are so many things that you can be doing to create curiosity, to get everyone to stay watching, to see what's coming next. So definitely follow a proven content structure. There are several webinar courses out there. Follow the method because they work. All right, the benchmark for buyers is about one to two and a half percent for evergreen webinars and about three to five percent for live webinars, right? So you might be looking at those numbers like, holy moly, Michelle, are you kidding me? I just got a hundred people to sign up and you're telling me that maybe two to three percent are going to buy or two to five percent are going to buy. That seems huge, right? Yes, that is the benchmark. However, that's not to say that you cannot get a 20% conversion, right? Because it can be done. I have seen it. So you just need to do whatever you need to do. Know your benchmarks, right? That's the starting point for you to think about, to get to, to shoot for, and then go from there. It also helps you figure out how many leads do you need to get, right? So all these metrics along the way, when we're talking about sign up, then you get your show up rate. And then you get your buyer rate, right? And then from there, you can kind of work it backwards and say, okay, I need so many leads because I know only a certain percentage of those leads are going to actually show up, right? And then from there, the certain percentage of those leads are going to actually buy. So once you start doing these and you're tracking very often, 
right? Then you can be saying, okay, now I have more numbers. Now I could figure out what I'm working with. And then when it comes to your budget of your ads, you can even be saying, okay, so if I need this many leads, it's cost me about, you know, $1.50 to $5, whatever, depending on your market it's going to chart cost me this much. So I know to launch my next webinar to make this number of sales, right? This is my sales goal. I need this many leads and this is how much it's going to cost me. So you see how having all of these things in line will help you start with your goals, right? Now let's go back to the buying um, <laughs> conversion and how we can get it higher than 5% is pof if possible. And if you get 5%, don't get discouraged because like I said, that's the benchmark. That's what all these big gurus that you're seeing are most likely getting, right? Okay, so first make sure there's a button to buy and you're probably thinking, duh, <laughs> like why wouldn't I have a button, Michelle? Well, I will say, that with the million and one things that go into preparing for your webinar, things do get forgotten. And just please make sure that there is a place to buy, right? You would hate to have someone stay to the end and they're all excited and ready to buy from you and ready to just like, oh my gosh, yes, teach me everything. I like, I want to buy anything from you. Um, and then you not give a button. Trust me, I have seen it before. And I was like, why aren't they getting any sales? Look at all these people stay to the end. And there was no button on the page. Okay. So it sounds crazy. It happens. Doesn't make it any, uh, doesn't make you any worse or better. Just make sure the button's there. Okay. Then it's all about seeding. Seeding, it's possible for them. Seeding in those objection busters. Now the top three objections are time, money, and can I do this? So what testimonials or case studies do you have that can address these? And remember that these testimonials or case studies obviously are better if they're your customers, but who else do you know are getting the results from following a, the method that you're doing, right? That you can provide examples of what's possible, right? People just love to see this. And by putting more and more in front of them um, is better, right? So how can you see this? Now, your main goal before you get into the pitch is to get them to say as many yeses as possible. So yes, to the pains and struggles that they're going through, right? Yes to recognizing that. Yes to them looking to see, yes, I want these dreams. I want these desires, right? These are the things that I want to achieve. Yes to you or the authority that they are looking to have that transformation or, or to get those results that they're looking for, right? So with those testimonials, you're looking to see, I've helped this person and this person and I've done this, right? So it's not about you, but they know that these people have gotten these results through your guidance, right? Yes to seeing that if they leave the webinar, they won't be able to achieve their goals or whatever their success, however they define it, that they want to achieve if they don't purchase this from you, if they don't get it with you as their guide, right? And also get them to say yes, that you are the solution to their problem. Super duper important. Okay. Lastly, um, are your email sales sequences, okay? So if you don't have this in place and written for conversion, so this is where I find some people fall a little bit short is they're like, oh my gosh, I'm a great writer. I got such good grades in English in school or creative writing or whatever. Know that there is a difference for writing to be clever or writing to be cute or it sounds good, well-written, grammar, all that versus for conversion, Okay, meaning that it's compelling them to take a specific action, 
there's no problem with storytelling because that's definitely a part of it. So if writing is your thing, look more into how can I learn how to write for conversions? And I think that will really help you take it over the edge, right? So if you're not having these sales email sequences written for conversion, you're definitely missing out on a large amount of sales. Um, the first, um, the first one that should go out right after the webinar, um, is over and follow up with them. And it should be about five to seven emails over about a four day period. Right. And what I really love, and I don't know if you've ever gotten this, but, um, you can even add a FOMO series, right? Um, so this is one of my favorite because we all have FOMO. (laughs) So why not give them another chance to get in? Right. So that has also worked because there are people who just cannot make a decision. So this is a great way to bring them in, right? And then they don't feel like they missed out. These must create like excitement to get them started. They must remind them how irresistible your product or service is and everything that it includes. And they must create urgency to get off the fence and take action because indecision is not a place that successful people sit in, right? All right. Well, webinars are one of the most powerful traffic generators and conversion tactics that exist right now. They offer a unique opportunity to engage with your potential customers, which no other form of content can match. And they also have a high perceived value, which means that attendees typically focus on the webinar the entire time, assuming that they're interesting, right? So definitely take advantage of them. I can't wait to hear about your webinar and how you're tracking and any improvements that you're making. So cheers to building a list of highly qualified people and selling out your webinars, basically, right? Your offers with webinars. I hope you enjoyed the show. And until next time, happy marketing. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world, and every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. wait before you go you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable one that is predictable and scalable but it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore well as always i got you i made a hundred percent free video training that covers it all including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke. More leads is not the only way to scale. And the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. 
sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now and I will see you live inside the training.